podcast working. Everything is working. So here we are. It is Monday, the 18th of April. And tomorrow is the radio show on WBBP WMBA at 9.10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time from 9.10 a.m. till 10 o'clock a.m. And we are going to light things up this week, you know. I simply call today, what is money to you? We've been talking about the psychology of money, money psychology, and all of these things all relate to the six inches between your ears, which I talk about all the time. This thinking muscle, this thing going on in your head. Uh, You either train it to accomplish your goals and take you where you want to go in life, or the world adjusts you and changes you into what they want you to be. And therefore, you become one of the many, the average, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, You have to understand that. And if you accept that, God bless you. Uh, I can't do anything for you. We start every program with prayers for everybody in the world. I'm Tom Young. I'm here for AnchorFM.com podcast called Money Shifts and Facebook Live on the Family Money Farm group. So it's really about the goal of polishing people's eyeglasses so that they can truly see the potential in their lives. You know, because we are so blinded with dirt and dust of life, it scratches the lenses. And and the longer we go in that atmosphere, the harder it is to see the real potential that we can have. We pray for everybody around the world. This China virus that has been released and launched on the world has been an amazing two plus years since uh, early of 2020. And now all of a sudden we're looking at Ukraine and Russia, the war going on there and, and all of that. Everybody needs prayers. These are the most important thing as we continue this Easter season and and the arising of our Lord Jesus Christ, we need to put our power of prayer to work as a society, as a world, to change direction. Change direction of the world, change direction of countries. But it all starts with prayers. What are prayers? They're words and thoughts in people's minds. That power of the six inches between our ears. We pray for those who have lost loved ones, and we pray for the loved ones who have been lost during this crazy, crazy time in history, that the Lord would gather them into his arms and take them to his kingdom of heaven above. In Jesus' name, we pray. You know, I talk about quotes all the time, and and there are some great people in history we, we have a new person today. We're going to talk about Theodore Roosevelt and quote for the next several days. Soldier, statesman, writer, explorer. Theodore Roosevelt became the 26th president of the United States. His enormous energy and zest for life made him one of America's most flamboyant leaders. Roosevelt served as assistant secretary in the Navy before resigning in 1898 to fight Cuba. Returning to something of as a something of a war hero, he easily was elected governor of New York. 
He then served as Vice President of the United States and took office after McKinley's assassination in 1901. Roosevelt greatly expanded the power of the presidency and of the federal government on the side of people interest and conflicts between big business and big labor. He won the Nobel Peace Prize in 1906 for mediating the end of the Russia Russo-Japanese War and promoted the construction of the Panama Canal. A devout naturalist, Roosevelt was responsible for setting aside thousands of acres of land to preserve what is today our national parks and forests. Quote today, do what you can with what you have, where you are. You know, that's an important comment and quote because, you know, most people, that's one of their excuses under the circumstances. What are you doing under there? You know, they use that as an excuse for why they can't do something. My dad used to tell me when I was a kid, Nick can't never did anything. It means you don't want to, not can't. Can't means cannot. And can is a unique word because can do something or cannot do something starts in the six inches between your ears because there almost isn't anything that you can't do in some way or another figure it out that's where we're at right now with this psychology of money and psychology also comes with emotions you know everything that we look at and what i have learned throughout my 46 years now of this financial service business 47 years uh is it really is how we think we have to be aware of that and the biggest thing that happens in our mind is emotions so i want to talk about the nine motives of life the emotion of love the emotion of sex the desire for material gain the desire for self-preservation the desire for freedom of body and mind the desire for self-expression the desire for perpetration, perpetuation of life after death, the emotion of anger, and the emotion of fear. Now, which of those do you think is the most powerful? And that is the emotion of sex. Napoleon Hill wrote about the transmutation of sexual desire into strength. The most powerful urge in the human body is the power and the urge of sexual gratification. And if you can control that desire, I mean, that desire, if you think about the headlines you read in the newspaper, people's lives get ruined. They forfeit their life. They forfeit their savings. They forfeit their marriages, their kids and everything. For sexual gratification when we learn how to create sexual transmutation transfer that desire into something good you literally can be unstoppable you know as we talk about money psychology and, and all of that stuff I, I love to go through quotes you know whether you believe you can do a thing or you believe you can't, you are right. You know, so it's amazing. 
that so much of these little sayings, as time goes on, if you pay attention to them, they make an unbelievable difference in our lives because they determine where we can or cannot go. No one makes you feel anything. It is how you react and respond that determines your emotions. So when we look at our lives and the things that we're doing, it comes down to those things that we have to do. Set goals, create an action plan around those goals. <clears throat> and I apologize for my raspy voice today. I've got, I thought I got rid of this thing a couple weeks ago, but it seems to have slipped back on me and I got this stuff going on in my head again. But anyway, you want to visit me tomorrow on WBBP-WMBA on Facebook. I'll be live there. I will be doing a live broadcast Facebook on my own iPad, my pro iPad. So you'll be able to hear everything we're going to talk about tomorrow. And I'm going to get into some really deep stuff. And, and you know, we are who we are because of examples that have been set by other people. Examples that we experience. We watch other people. We grow up and we watch our parents, good, bad, indifferent, otherwise, our, our siblings, our, our school friends, people that we relate to and even don't relate to. Politicians have an unbelievable influence subconsciously in our lives, I believe. Because we look up to them, obviously we believe that they were elected by a majority of people. Whether yes or no, I'm not going to get into that debate. But they are in a position of recognition. Senators, congressmen, Supreme Court justices, all of these people have a responsibility, whether they accept it or not, to set a responsible example. And those examples <coughs> that are set are sometimes followed by people. Example, Bill Clinton, Monica Lewinsky, things that went on in the past. Do you think those examples in time, over a period of time, have an influence on the direction of people's thinking, people's reactions to things, etc.? It is amazing how much psychology of, of managing people's thinking, some of this stuff that we hear is not God's plan. Everything that I do and center around, I try to center it in God's plan in some way. I refuse to accept the norm. I do not want to be like everybody else. The average of averages. If that's you, and that's what you want to be, God bless you, because then you can expect the average of what everybody else got, or a little bit less than what everybody else got, the diminishing returns. Uh, that, that go on with that process. But in order to step out and be different, you have to gain some knowledge and education. 
what's the last great book you read? You know, my book, The Family Money Farm, The CFO Project, Financial Mastery Coaching, The Blueprint. That information is my life. It's what I have learned in 46 years because I have interviewed thousands of people. And I know who is successful and who is not. And I know what the successful ones did to become successful. So part of that is in the teaching of the Family Money Farm and the CFO Project. We're going to get deeper into this on Wednesday this week and and talk more about psychology and how, how can I change my thinking. I can't change you. Only you can change you. It starts with a decision. Because remember, you are where you are because this is where you decided to be. You've made all the decisions in your life that have brought you to this moment in time. And if you're not happy with where you're at, something has to change. And it starts right here, the six inches between your ears. So get my new book, The Family Money Farm, The CFO Project. Go to cfo-project.com. Put in your name and email address and you'll get an email. You will get a link to download that book cover to cover. When you do that on cfo-project.com, you will get a second email with another link for the newest book called Financial Mastery Coaching, The Blueprint. And it teaches you the four rules of financial success. There are only four. They're the same four rules the financial worlds use on their side of the table to collect all of your money Keep it for a long time, give back as little as possible, and get you to continue to give them more and more and more. What a great thing they have done. What they have done is brainwashed you into thinking that their plan is the way to some level or semblance of financial success. Well, if it was, I believe there would be more than more people becoming financially successful. 99% of the people end up dead or dead broke. That's an absolute statistical fact. God bless. We'll see you here later this week on Wednesday. Come see me tomorrow morning at 9, 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on WBBP-WMBA. Find me on Facebook or Facebook on Tom Young on Facebook. We will be live there tomorrow morning. God bless you. See you again. Thank <clears throat>